podcast. I'm Kat. And I'm Catlin. And we're here every week talking watches, photography, adventure, and exploring the world of horology. I did that pretty good. Yeah. That was all from my head, too. See? Look at us. I'm memorizing it. Professionals. <laughs> it is about time. One year later, 80-something episodes. It's bound to happen at some yeah, point. Yeah, at some point. How are you, Kat? I'm doing great. <laughs> doing great. It's a beautiful day, and we're together. We are. Recording. Because we were, well, we just recorded last night separately, but I feel like it's been a while since we recorded together. But it really hasn't. I know. Because I, now we're of, together twice a week. I know. Because <laughs> we got all the things to do now. Your poor your husband is really just going to be like, look, this is enough. <laughs> I can only take Kat being never here so much. <laughs> no, it's fine. This yeah. is a big enough house. Right. <laughs> we're not like in his face. <laughs> We're not annoying him, I hope. No, but bless his heart. He's trying We're to just like, remodel the kitchen. Be quiet. Don't make a move. <laughs> right. Don't make a sound. I know you're trying to tear up the kitchen flooring, but we, we need you to stop yeah. for like an hour We got a half. podcast to record. Yeah, priorities, dude. Really? Okay. <laughs> he doesn't still listen to the No, pod. he does okay. not. <laughs> All right. Well, today's Friday. That means watch review because that's what we do now on Fridays. We do watch reviews because- we get all the watches. We get all the watches. Though. And I mean- what better thing to do than review them Yeah, for you guys? I think it's only fair. It's people only fair. People seem to really like the watch reviews. They do, which is crazy. And and we've had some people com- not really complain, but just say like they didn't really understand why we do a podcast review, but they actually like perform pretty well. So we're going to yeah. keep doing them. Yeah. I like them. Well, I think it's interesting because people can hear how we dissect making a watch yeah. purchase. And it's relatable. It's not just going over the good of a watch because the reality is, and we talked about this a bit during this week's episode with Cole, you know, no, we're not going to say, or first of all, we went and taken a watch for review that we don't at mm-hmm. least mostly like, you know, yeah. and want to talk about in a good way, but we're never just going to bash anything totally because that's not our personalities. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's disrespectful to, to people who've put in so much work to design this watch and to, to brands who reach out to us. And I never want to do something like no, that because I hope that people don't just openly bash us. You know, I we're <laughs> even though sometimes, yeah, but it's okay. You know, we're tough. Are we're, we? No, we're going to go cry to corner. <laughs> <laughs> no at the end of the day we're podcasts and you know while we do website stuff and we have articles we are still podcasters at heart so this is the easiest and fastest way to get this stuff to you guys to be honest with you so you should be happy <laughs> and today we have something relatively new to yeah. review this came out what like two weeks ago i was shocked that we actually got one i know shout out to vj <laughs> at oris yeah. because we have the oris Hong Kong limited edition that was just announced about two weeks ago. Yeah, pretty much two weeks ago. Now. Yeah, super excited. So we actually discussed this during our podcast. If I was proactive, I would have had the number <laughs> for it, but it was like two weeks ago, so you guys can find it. <laughs> um, so this is a new limited edition Aqua. So it's mm-hmm. based off of the Aqua series. Uh, and of course, we've talked about Oris and their, their passion for the environment a thousand times, and mm-hmm. they didn't disappoint this time either no. um so this one has the aim of supporting the Seoul Hong Kong River okay so it partners with 
the Korean Federation for Environmental Movements. Um, and so basically, they're actually planning a series of scheduled cleanup days um, during which hundreds of local volunteers will be working alongside the river to pick up litter and plastic. Um, and they're really interested. This river is such a vital source of water for the community that serves 10 million people. So it's definitely a really awesome cause uh, and super exciting because it's kind of an awesome watch yeah, too it is really cool even though it's green i'm saying that so that means a lot that's something <laughs> so cat why don't you why don't you go over the specs because yeah. you've had a little bit more time with this than i have so yeah. so what are the specs on this piece so this watch comes in at 2600 dollars. it is limited i think you you may have just mentioned those two two thousand pieces two thousand okay mm-hmm. um and it's 300 meter water resistant now i'm going to read off the measurements not that are on oris's website but the ones that i took which are pretty close but i like to get a little bit more detail especially since we got all fancy and we got our calipers now what, what? yeah it's real too <laughs> it is honestly like it's kind of fun to measure everything like i'm finding i'm getting all my watches i'm like oh <gasps> My Rolex Explorer is 39 millimeters. It's not 40 like they say. How dare they? How dare they? Who are they? They're fooling people. One millimeter. I'm telling (laughs) you. That's a big difference. It is actually. A lot of people. (laughs) Sometimes it can be. So um, this watch comes in at 43.4 millimeters wide. Now with the crown, that case ends up being 47.2 millimeters wide. It has a 49.7 lug to lug. So that's very close. I think 50 is kind of like your and my like our limit kind of. It's close. It's really close, but it, it works. It works. Um, now with the Oris Aquas, they kind of have sort of an integrated bracelet. You can't put any any strap on it. You have to buy an Oris strap for these. And that starts out at like 24.5 at the lugs, but then it tapers down to 17.7. That's one thing that I love about these aquases. Mm-hmm. And I love when you wear yours because you can really see that taper on the wrist. It's big. And I like I love like a drastic taper. Yeah, most definitely. Um, sapphire crystal here, stainless steel case and bracelet, unidirectional um, rotating bezel. The movement they use is the Oris 743, which is based on the Salida 220-1 movement. Oh, I did measure. The, you started measuring the the crown. I think on our last review, didn't you? Yeah, because was it the it was, fair? Yeah. So I measured the crown, and it's um, it's seven point two millimeters. So it's it's pretty easy to to grasp and to to unscrew. And there's yeah. a screw down crown with this watch as well, and it's twelve point nine millimeters thick, yeah. which actually is not that thick for this watch. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be way thicker. No, so I was really surprised. It looks like it's way thicker. And then just kind of describing the dial, it's this beautiful bright green. And then the bezel has this more darker, not really, what's the shade? Um, more of like a hunter green yeah. bezel, yeah. ceramic bezel. That That's the inlay there. But the dial itself is like, hmm, I don't want to say Hulk. Well, well the it's... dial does that thing that Oris is so great at, and mm-hmm. that's the the gradient dial. So yeah. it is, it's so bright right there in the center. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that it, it reminds you of... of Maybe not necessarily Hulk. It's not. It's quite not. That it's green. like the Hulk hue in yeah. color, but it's it's much brighter. Right. So the Hulk to me, the ones that I have seen are actually pretty dark in person. This is a much lighter shade, and yeah, when the sunlight hits it, and I've got some pictures that we'll post of of it in the sun to show how 
like how bright it gets right it's, it's so green and then it has the gradient out towards this more honey yeah. green around it um now one thing that i really like about this is i like the small seconds at the nine o'clock i think mm. it oh mm. all right well we'll talk about this later <laughs> then um so it has a small seconds whether we like it or not small yeah. seconds at nine o'clock um and then it also has a date relief which is essentially it's a, a wheel on the inside of the dial yeah um which is different it's, it's different yeah. I like it. I really do. Yeah. Um, it's it's not something that we typically see with dive watches, and I think it really works here. It's act, it, the dial is still very clean to me. Oh, for sure, it's not cluttered at all. And I think it's kind of it's like an Oris thing. They do the big crown pointer date. They they play with these date placements and and date complications. And I really like that they played with it on this one, especially it being a limited edition makes it a little bit more special. Yeah, and then the finishing is very typical with what you expect from an Aquas. Yeah, um, it's gonna have the High polished outer links on the bracelet with a brushed center link. Um, and then also you have a fairly well brushed case and a little bit of a high polished accent. Mm-hmm. And this one, because it is a limited edition, has the closed case back uh, mm-hmm. that has a an engraving on there for the for the cause. So yeah, and then this watch also did have, I forgot to mention, a diver's extension clasp on it mm-hmm. too. So that's pretty nice. Yeah. Always a bonus. All right, well, let's get into some of the questions here. Yeah, so let's talk about... So if we were buying this watch, these are five questions that we ask ourselves and are at least consider a little bit um, and kind of breaking it down. So our first thing is our favorite and our least favorite feature. So Kat, why don't you start us off with what is your favorite feature about the watch? So for me, my favorite thing is the color and I just, I love green. I'm a huge fan of green and this is my green uh, it's it's bright, it's bold, um, it stands out. It's not going to hide at all when it's on your wrist. Uh, people are going to notice this watch, and I love that about it. And I think that it it it's a standout feature for me on this piece more than anything else is just the color itself. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, I like the subtle attention to detail that Oris did with this watch. So, um, I mentioned earlier about the the gradient dial. It's not just that they made a green watch because there's tons of green dial watches out mm-hmm. there, but the the detail of taking it from this really bright green to this dark hunter green right at the edge of the minute track, it looks very natural. It mm-hmm. doesn't look, you know, like a like a forced coloration. It, no. it looks like it flows very well. But then to take the bezel and match the ceramic bezel to that exact shade of green that's on the outside of the minute track. So if that flow continues into the bezel, I think that that was one thing that I wasn't necessarily expecting. Like, you kind of notice it in pictures, but when you see it, like, you can see how well it matches. And I know ceramic is incredibly difficult to work with, especially in colors. So I can only imagine how many different variations and different um, samples that they must have gone through to have gotten this color match this well. Um, but that's a really great detail. And I think that that's something that Oris is so amazing at for their price point mm-hmm. uh, are those little nuances that enthusiasts are going to enjoy. They're yeah. really in tune with what, what we watch collectors are wanting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, least favorite feature. Least favorite. So is for me, sub second at nine yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't like the seconds placement here. I wish they either would have done a regular seconds hand or, um, you know, with it being in the middle of the dial or just forego it all together. It's a dive watch. You don't typically need to know the seconds. You're tracking the minutes for the most part. And I think it would have looked a lot cleaner. It just, it throws off the symmetry in my opinion, 
to what otherwise is a really, really cool dial. And it's one thing that would probably hold me back from buying this watch. What okay. about you? What's so your... you're that passionate about yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. What about you? What's your what's your least favorite thing? Um, uh, I'm going to go, and this is very specific to me and to people who, you know, have some smaller wrists, and that's just the overall size of it. Uh, now, that being said, the Oris Aquas comes in a ton of different size <laughs> yeah. options, ton of different dial colors. So I think there's like find... 90 variations or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you of can the find <laughs> something. But since we're talking about this exact watch, I remember when I started looking at Oris and when I started looking at the Aquas, the Aquas basically came in this 43 and a half millimeter size and the, um, the 36 millimeter size. Yeah. And I wore, I mean, I remember taking my 42 millimeter Planet Ocean off and really trying to make this 43 and a half millimeter work. And it just, it, doesn't on my wrist personally um you know we have about a six and a half inch wrist we each have the same wrist size the lug to lug it is right there but i I don't know and the lug to lug is fairly short for how big the watch is and you would expect it to wear wear differently but or the aquas just kind of wears a little bit bigger anyways they do um so for me that's going to be my least favorite feature that being said again i understand why they did it Mm -hmm. you know not hating on on the watch at all it's still a very pretty watch it's just it's definitely going to be too big for me yeah that's understandable fair very fair all right, so um, going into versatility, how versatile do you think this watch is from a scale of zero to ten? Oh, we put zero on that. I don't know. We'll throw a zero on there. I don't oh, think if something gets a zero, let... <laughs> that see I that can't. won't happen because we only get watches that we like. <laughs> um, again, this is very strictly a me thing. Mm-hmm. Green is just not my a color that I wear often. Okay, and this is not a watch that you. This is probably not your first watch in your collection. This Mm -mm. is not going to be the watch that starts you off that's going to be your everyday watch because it is so color specific. So for this exact variation, I give it about a 5 out of 10. The Aquas design, I know, but... Don't okay. Make me no. Feel that. No. No. VJ, I'm sorry. I love you. I'm sorry. Um, but no, I love the Aquas. I love my Aquas. I I really enjoy the collection, which is also green. It's mint. <laughs> Thank you. There's a difference. Um, back off. Don't come at me. Um, so <laughs> you made me lose my train sorry. of thought. So it, it's an incredibly like the Aquas is really sporty in general. Yeah. But, like, they're really versatile. And this is something that I found with my Alquist is that it suits multiple situations in general. So it's not the the watch that's not versatile. It's just the dial color. Yeah. I'm I'm not the green. Y'all know me. I'm not the green person. So I'm always going to. I don't ever wear green. I don't know what I would wear this with. It's cool looking. But, yeah. Okay. All right. So, so let's hear your like nine out of 10 because you love everything green. No, no, I was pretty fair. I I gave it a a 7.5 out of 10. And the reason. So specific. Yeah. I got, I I got really nerdy on it. Um, (laughs) So I think that the, so most of the Aquas line, they work really well because with that polished outer links they have on the bracelet, I think they can be dressed up more so than like the Diver 65, in my Mm -hmm. opinion. They're vintage. They're more really tool watch looking. And these would be too, had it not been for the polishing on them. Because I think it really just adds a level of dressiness to the watch. 
I think green works. I think like the Rolex Hulk, you know, you can wear this with almost anything. I think people can wear it with a suit. I think people can wear it with a dress. Um, so I give it a little bit higher score in the versatility range now. One thing that does knock that down for me a little bit is the size because I think a smaller size would make it a little more refined where this big bulky dive watch is not going to be as dressy even if you are trying to dress it up. Um, yeah, I think a smaller size would have made it a little bit more refined to me and work in a little bit more different situations i guess well so so random question that has Uh nothing to do with um our questions is (laughs) how do you feel about this shade of green and this dial versus the other aquas green dials because they do make a green dial yeah i pulled up pictures today of both of them and to me they're very close i think this is a little lighter on the lighter side but I'd, I'd have to see them in person because I could almost not tell any difference between mm-hmm. the two. So I really d- I don't know if unless I was holding them side by side. Yeah, I think I think the bigger thing is the they don't do the gradient. I don't believe well, on the other one. So it's another, more that center color. Yeah, I, but I don't know because I th- the thing is with this watch, um, it was a limited edition. A lot of people got it. A lot of people got hands on pictures with it. And with the regular green, I don't know that we're only seeing stock images of it versus those cool hands-on photos Mm -hmm. that a lot of people have been taking. So I don't know. They could be very similar. Yeah. And uh, because the stock image of this one just on the normal, like on the the purchase page looks like the other one. But then those hands-on photos look completely different. They look like how it looks in real life. So. I don't know. They they could be very similar. Yeah. So then, realistically, there's definitely an option that's super similar. Yeah. In a, in a smaller a size. Smaller size. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um. Okay. Well, let's talk about it. Its design purpose. Obviously, it's designed as a dive watch. Mm-hmm. Does it suit that purpose? And then who like who do you imagine this watch is actually for? Yeah, I think this works great as a dive watch. In my experience with. My Oris pointer date and the Oris Diver 65 that we had, I did knock the loom out a little bit on the scoring. And with this one, I'm not going to because the loom is actually really good on the Aquas. I love Aquas loom. Yeah, so it it has really good loom on this model. And I I think it's a fantastic dive watch. I think if you're looking for a watch that you can take in the water and you can do all that kind of stuff with or just a general tool watch, I think this is perfect. Or if you're looking for something that's sporty and kind of dressy, I think this works really well. And I don't know how the date and the second hands would play with people trying to read it underwater. I don't think they would really affect it, to be honest with you. I think it'll be fine. Yeah. I don't think it makes it really busy or anything like that. But um, as far as someone who I picture, (laughs) I I, I think just anyone that, yeah, yeah. I kind of, well, well, I kind of answered yeah, it. Answered I can answer it. it. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Um. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that it's definitely very legible for a dive watch, even with a little bit of the extra busyness. The markers are so bold and clear that there's definitely no mistaking them. Um, 300 meter water resistance, the loom, like what you said, I love my Aquas loom. Um, yeah, the bezel click is really great. It, it suits everything that you need. Yeah. And same, like, you know, I think that there's such a demand for, for sports watches now that this is a really nice variation because I think a lot of people, especially if you're newer into the hobby, you want a sports watch, but maybe you can't wear a sports watch all day, every day. So to have something that you can be a little bit more versatile with, but it still suits your personality is definitely key. So, um, does this watch provide a fair value for its cost? This is my favorite question. I know this one's always fun. I really love this one. 
So I didn't look. Usually I will look up watches based off of their movement and then mm-hmm. overall style. Here, I looked up green sports watches because I feel like for whatever silly reason, green is the color this year. Mm-hmm. Don't even. I'm not about it. Don't even. Like, I don't know what happened in gray. Gray was coming in strong and then it's just like, it's like gray never existed. Gray would have been a great color for 2020. <laughs> reality <laughs> it really would have been all you watch brands missed out like think of the marketing I know. like oh man so first of all oris always provides like great quality for their costs mm-hmm. i genuinely feel that way we've had hands-on experience with essentially their whole collection at this point now we've had hands-on experience with three different models or three different collections that they have and various models within each of those mm-hmm. collections And they were originally designed for the working class. And I think that that's something that they still kind of really tie into. Um, That being said, again, there's a huge market out there for dive watches and then for green watches. Um, So some green dive watches that, you know, I could definitely see being a little bit of a competition here. Uh, You have the the Seiko Sumo. So the SPB103J1. Yeah. It's big. It's 45 millimeters. It's a little bigger, realistically. But if you're 43 and a half, what's another yeah. millimeter and a half? <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, you know, it has the the 6R35 movement. So the downside is your movement's not going to be as accurate. We mm-hmm. know that with Seiko. Your finishing is not going to be as good. Your bezel's sure as hell not going to line up. So good luck with that. Um, and it's $1,100. So, yeah. you know, it's still not cheap by any stretch of the imagination. I think the the closest similarity to me would be comparing it to something like the the Green Captain Cook. Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot about yeah, that one. Yeah, it has that Etta-based movement. Um, you know, they're very similar in price point. That one is $2,000. We've reviewed that. It's, it's mm-hmm. a phenomenal watch, yeah. too, and has really great finishing as well. Um, I think between those two, I would still probably lean more towards the the Aquas. I like the finishing a bit better. Mm-hmm. But with the Captain Cook, you can go with a 42 or a 44 millimeter. And then just for fun, for size and color, I threw on your your Tudor Herods. Oh, yeah. That's for, a good one. Mm-hmm, because the bulkiness yeah. fits very similarly to the Aquas. Yeah. Um, no matter what, I genuinely feel like it's a great value. I, mm-hmm. I think all of Oris watches are a great yeah. value. Um, what about you? So for me, I did throw on a, another Seiko on there, and that's the Seiko Prospects SLA019. So it does have a little bit, whereas your Sumo was a little bit on the lower end of Seiko scale, mm-hmm. this is on the higher end, coming in at over $3,000. It's a little bit more closer to Oris's price point in, in quality and finishing. Um, can't speak of the bezel alignment, I don't know, but it's green, and it has a pretty good movement inside, too. So I think that's a good one to compare it to. I'm, again, the Monta Ocean King I'm going to throw in there. They don't offer it in green yet. I'm trying to get those guys to make a green <laughs> green dive watch. <laughs> so the Monta kind of comes in a little bit higher at over $2,000. And, um, you know, we know it punches a, a little bit above its weight. And then I threw on the Rolex Hulk, which is a huge price jump there. You're talking about close to $9,000. That's if you can even get one. Uh, Um, But really, that to me is very, if you like the Hulk, and granted, this is a little bit bigger, but it still wore well. Like, I could pull this watch off on a six and a half inch wrist. I could definitely pull off the Hulk. But if you like the aesthetics of the Hulk and you you know you're never going to be able to afford one or you're never going to be willing to pay for one, this is a great option. It is, I mean, it reminds me of a Hulk. The color, the bezel, everything about it. So I I think it's a good alternative for those folks that that like that. Yeah, no, I would totally agree with, totally agree with that for sure. Um, Okay, so let's get into last question and final thoughts. Okay. Would this watch 
get regular wear in your collection? Would it last long term in your collection? What do you, what do you really think about it? I actually think that this would last. I think it's the, it's my kind of watch. It's a diver. It's a little dressy. It has some polishing to it. So I think it would last just on those merits alone. Now, the size is the only thing that if it was a little bit smaller, for sure, it would be a keeper. But the sizing is just kind of what pulls me away from it. And of course, the second hands, I just don't really love on that one. Um, other than that, I'm a big fan of the watch. I think there's a lot of great quality. The Aquas line in general is just, it's a fantastic line. And it's its honestly becoming one of my favorites from Oris. They're doing so many things right. And love or hate the limited editions, they do them really well. And they go to a great cause, too. Right. Like, the proceeds go to a great cause. And uh, I know for sure, like, every time you come over and you're wearing your Aquas, like, I always stare at it on your wrist because it looks so good. Like, there's just something about it. The way the bracelet tapers, the way it's almost like an integrated bracelet. I just, I love that look a lot. And, um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan for sure. What about you? Overall yeah, thoughts? I mean, overall thoughts, as far as lasting long term, would I wear this particular watch? Not as much. Mm-hmm. Again, that really comes down to my not, preference. My my lack of love for the color green. <laughs> but that being said, I do I like this watch for what it is. I mm-hmm. genuinely do. I'm not I'm not dissing this watch at all. I just the reality is, and you guys know this by now, that it's just not my favorite color. But it is still it's still beautiful. Like if I had to get a green, I do like this shade of green for sure. And the size. But the thing that I love about Oris is, again, kind of like love it or hate it, they make so many different sizes in the Aquas. So, mm-hmm. like, where when I started looking at Aquas's a couple of years ago and I was like, Goldilocks and three, be- three Bears, like, something was too small or this one was too big and I could never find that happy medium. Now they have that. So, yeah. if, if you've kind of convinced yourself you can't pull off this larger size there's so many different size options that you can choose from so many different dial variants i'll always say like the aquas is definitely my favorite collection out of oris's lineup for sure but yeah i I, again like you said i love that this goes to a great cause and and it is it's quite beautiful there's a lot of little details and little nuances uh and the sunbrush dial like i'm just sitting here kind of playing with it in the light (laughs) and it does it it, it plays with light incredibly well. It shines really nicely. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful, beautiful watch. It's, and it's stunning. It's very yeah, well done. Really is sure. well done. Most definitely. Well, I think that about wraps us up for today. Yeah. Oh, guys. So be sure if you want to learn a little bit more about Oris, their history with doing limited editions, uh, their history uh, with you know, their passion for the environment, check out our interview that we did with Oris North America CEO, VJ. We did this back earlier this summer, Mm -hmm. late spring, early summer, way back in the day when we were only on episode 55. So (laughs) I'll link it in the show notes. Be sure to also check out the show notes, which will be at www.tennand2.com. Follow us over on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at 10 and 2 media. And I think that's it. Be Oh, be sure to like, if you like what you hear, share the podcast first of all. Share it with your friends. Share it on Instagram. Share it wherever. Yeah. But then, especially if you're on iTunes, if you're on other platforms that allow you to rank uh, or to rate and review it, do that as well. But please rate and review us. Yeah. Um, it just makes it easier for other people to find the podcast as they're searching for it. And that is all. Hopefully new YouTube video coming out soon. We've soon. been working very hard We're on so this. So excited one. about this Super one. Stoked. Y'all, it's so good. <laughs> I know it's gonna be good. I haven't started editing yet, but I know it's gonna be good. <laughs> oh Lord. As of this recording, I haven't I should hopefully be 
fairly along by the time this comes out i would hope <laughs> but it's gonna be so i'm i am really excited about this Me next too. one i think people are gonna really like it and it's it's very us so yes most definitely yeah awesome all right i think that's gonna be it guys that's we'll it talk to you next week all right bye bye y'all